Good morning all. I'm sorry I'm saying morning. This was supposed to be out on Tuesday, December 8th. It was supposed to be out on Saturday, over the weekend, and things continuously keep getting pushed. Life is crazy. This COVID-19 thing will not go away, making life crazy for all of us, including Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Throw in some personal things. Throw in a lot of stuff going on in the sports world, and you want to wait and watch a game and be able to talk about it. And then all of a sudden you're exhausted, you try to edit, and you're falling asleep at your computer. I've done it four times in the last week and a half. I apologize, me being Brandon Lachance, the host of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. I have a lot of stuff to talk about, but it is Wednesday morning, December 9th, at 7 a.m. I have to be to work in an hour. I got everything right now, everything that I want to talk about. My guest, Charles Babis, a rapper from Ottawa, is edited, ready to go. So let's do that. Let's get to Charles Babis, have him speak. We can get to my stuff on the next show that will be out tonight on Wednesday with Ski Hartman of Shimmer Mendota Ford. Had to talk to him, new sponsor, new advertiser, and had a lot of cool things to say about the car dealership and sports and we will have him back on because we were both kind of rushed for time have a lot of sports to talk about we didn't dive into it like we would so we will have charles babis on this episode 142 and wednesday night's episode 143 with ski hartman and we will put the deep dive we will put my football talk have a lot to talk about with the bears and week 13 plus the big 10 acc challenge in men's college hoops so we have to talk about that, especially Illinois knocking off Duke. Great game. We will dive into that tonight. Sorry, kind of pushing things. Life has been crazy. No excuses. No excuses whatsoever. The shows will keep rolling on, and we'll get them better and better and better. Thank you for your patience and everything else. Love you. Love the listeners. Thank you for you know understanding human being things and... Trying to get everything into these shows is getting harder and harder. But don't worry, don't worry. We will get it in. But we have to have a word from our advertisers before we get to Charles Babis. And Babis is a great interview. 22-year-old kid. Sorry, I called him kid. 22-year-old young man from Ottawa. Trying to get into the rap game. Loves rap. Grew up on Dr. Dre and Eminem. They influenced him. And now he's trying to tell his stories, what he's going through in life in his music. So we had to have him on. Can't push him any longer. This segment with Charles Babis is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. It's December and we're treacherous 2020. But have no fear. Mendota Ford wants to usher in a better 2021 with an end of the year sale like never before. New management leads the team into the new year as Ski Hartman who will be on the next show, brings 10 years of experience with a pressure-free, no-hassle approach for your buying experience. Go visit my friends. Yeah, my friends, they help me buy a car, and they can become your friends. Ski, Jason, Tony, Doug, at Shimmer Mendota Ford, located just south of Mendota on 251, or contact them at 815-539-9314. Or visit MendotaFord.com. After you buy a car, you're driving home, you get into the driveway, and realize 
Maybe you need to do something with your home. A renovation, maybe. Because summer came and went, fall is over, winter's here. That doesn't mean there isn't time for end of the year home improvements. Olson Construction works hard to help its customers until it's no longer possible, whenever Mother Nature decides. But Olson Construction can make renovations inside your home. They can fix problems in a garage. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. With COVID-19 making it hard to celebrate the holidays, this may be a great time to make your home as comfortable and cozy as possible. For a free estimate, call Olsen Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olsen Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsenconstruction19 at gmail.com. So then, you get the car from Medota Ford, you go home, see that you need renovations and need things fixed, but maybe you don't want to be there. You need something to do. And you realize, you know what, I haven't been to a gym in a little bit. Well, why not try LP CrossFit? Because let's face it, it's not easy to get in shape or to stay physically fit. There are factors working against all of us, including time and work schedules, lack of a support system, maybe motivation is low, don't want to be judged or criticized if not supporting a gym rat body, injuries or physical restrictions. However, there is a place where these no's or maybe's become yeses, LP CrossFit. LP CrossFit, located at the Peru Mall, across from Secret Nails, offers a weekly schedule of classes for any level of fitness. It's not one time. It's not one day. There are many options, and classes only last one hour. Support group? LP CrossFit is a diverse community focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. Motivation? The trainers at LP CrossFit help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life with workouts of numerous movements, including bodyweight, gymnastic, and barbell. Everyone is guided, pushed, at a productive and comfortable level. If you're an experienced athlete or getting your first taste of physical fitness, everyone is welcome and viewed as equals. You would go at your own pace. Wanna go hard? The atmosphere is, hello, how are you? Go get at it. Want a more relaxed approach? You'll receive the same welcoming. Hello, how are you? Go get at it. Injuries and mobility restrictions are a huge priority at LP CrossFit as all small group classes are coach-led and movements are infinitely scalable for all members. LP CrossFit opens all doors for everyone. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook or at lpcrossfit.com. Once again, host Brandon LaChance wants to apologize for continuously pushing shows the last week or two Family events, life things going on, work's been crazy. Excuses, 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 excuses. We don't do those at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Just want to apologize for pushing shows. We'll put out a schedule, and then I keep having to update it. Trying to knock that off. Want these shows out as fast as possible so you can listen to the fantastic guests that we have on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. 
So that is my end of 2020 resolution and for the whole year of 2021 and every year after that to get a schedule, keep to it and stop pushing shows. Hopefully things calm down life-wise and that is possible. But we're gonna work on it and keep going and going and going because like I said, this show needs to be the best it can for you. And to not know one's coming out, that's not good for you, not good for me, not good for anybody. So we have to work on that. You set goals, you meet them. That's how life works. And that's what we do here at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Always appreciate your time. We will, we will be back Wednesday night with Ski Hartman for episode 143. Until then, enjoy episode 142 with Charles Babis, rapper from Ottawa. Until next time, peace. I do not condone anybody writing on themselves. But my guest today just pointed something out, and I thought it was hilarious, so we had to start with it. Told him this is a PG podcast. Edge of your seat podcast doesn't condone cussing. You know, maybe a little word here or there, but nothing crazy. So he wrote on his hand with a marker, no cussing. Charles Babis, that is fantastic, my man. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I had to, had to abide by the guidelines, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. That's like next level trying to abide by little rules you're like nope i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna write a reminder i like it yeah that's just old school you know when we don't got post-it notes we got the we got the hand (laughs) (laughs) so you wrote no cussing with black permanent marker (laughs) yeah the extra large too not the fine small one you should just leave it there people think it's a tattoo (laughs) <laughs> yeah, tomorrow morning at work, if I didn't take a shower, they'd be like, Chuck, what does no cussing mean? And then I'd tell them, yeah, man, I was on this podcast, that GFC podcast, and yeah, that's, that's funny. That's fantastic, that's fantastic. So Charles Babis, the guest today, appreciate you joining us. Thanks, my man. Oh, thanks for having me, Brandon. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure reason I have you on is because you are an aspiring rap artist and I am all about music always have been my entire life so reached out and I'm like hey man see if you can get on where are you located Uh, I'm located in Ottawa Illinois right now how is the rap scene in Ottawa to be honest I, I don't know of any other rappers in Ottawa right now except for one other person it's my uh my friend uh Andy goes by Killa B and uh we originally lived together in Paul Paul and he moved out this way so we he lives about a block or two away from me so we work together sometimes I think I got him on a song or two now you just said that you used to live in Paul Paul are you from anywhere else uh, yeah, I've lived in a lot of places over the course of my life. So I'm 22, and I've probably lived in at least 22 different places. But uh, a couple of my favorites were uh, Joliet, uh, Mendota, Ottawa. I really enjoy Ottawa. I've lived in Plano, Paw Paw. I've been all around, man. It sounds like it. I've moved a lot, too, but not as much as that. I have been around as well. But So where did you get your music i guess background or inspiration to want to be a rapper so it probably started when i was just a small kid i was probably about maybe six years old and my sister would have been 10 and she used to listen to eminem a lot and uh at that point in time there was uh there was magazines and 
Eminem would be in the magazine on one side, but then, like, Green Day would be on the back side. And, like, I would want that picture so bad, but she would, like, take it and, like, flip it around to Green Day, and I'd be so mad. But I guess it really just started with her. Once I got older, I kind of started diving into it myself. Gotcha, gotcha. When you said you were younger, you said you're 22, so that means you were born in late 90s? Uh, yeah, nine, nine, eight, nine, eight, to be exact, actually. Well, that's crazy. Nine, eight, nine, eight? Yeah. You'll never forget that. I'll never forget that now, either. Nope. <laughs> so now I'll forever know your birthday. It's easy for the cashiers when they ID me. My middle name's actually Jordan, man. You know, my, uh, since I was born in, like, 98, that was about when the Bulls were, you know, on top, and my dad just decided to make my middle name Jordan. That is the coolest middle name ever. I don't think, like, a lot of people don't know my middle name's Jordan. And uh, I remember back in school, actually, they they used to call me Space Jam Jordan. And my buddy uh, Cleveland, his middle name was James, and he liked LeBron James. So uh, I would call him uh, more than a game James, and he would call me Space Jam Jordan. That was kind of our little thing, because we played basketball and whatnot. And, <laughs> nice, nice. Those are kind of cool nicknames. They're unique, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you still play basketball? Uh, I play a little bit here and there. I go up to the park sometime. Mendota has a really, really nice court. They got nice, uh, it's not like concrete, it's something like kind of a pad court, and then they got nice glass backboards and uh, single rims, not double rims. We had double rims in Papa. I'll go up there a couple, you know, a couple times a year, maybe a handful or two handful of times, but I don't hoop nearly as much as I used to. When I was a young kid, I'd be up there all day, every day when I wasn't in school. Man, you're 22 years old. You're still a young kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Just kidding. I remember when I was in my 20s, I would hate when people would say stuff like that to me. Like, I'm a grown man. I do that sometimes at work just to poke fun like with the guys that are like 60 years old I'll make like I'll be like I'll get up and I'll start making sounds I'll be like oh man I'm getting old man and they'll be like they'll just be like shut up man you're not <laughs> you're 20 years old <laughs> yeah I do it just to goof sometimes you just mentioned work where do you work at I work at Tyson Foods in uh, Ottawa so the viewers probably heard of Tyson, like Tyson Chicken, like the chicken nuggets, they would know, uh, stuff like that. Tyson that you see in like Walmart frozen section. Gotcha. Sure, I've had a lot of Tyson Chicken products. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a factory yeah. factory? So it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a factory. I'm maintenance over there, so I do a lot of little jobs. A lot of stuff, actually, now that I think about it. Do they make you catch the chickens? <laughs> no, they don't make me catch the chickens, thank the Lord. Is there really chickens at Tyson's? Uh, yes, so there's definitely chickens at Tyson's, but what a lot of people don't know is, uh, like, so for example, my factory doesn't deal at all with chicken. It actually just deals with beef and pork. So... That's like something like people don't know, but Tyson has their hands in a lot of pies, I would say. Chicken pot pies? <laughs> I wonder if we got a chicken pot pie. That'd be fire. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So when you're not at work, you are working on music. 
Do you have any mixtapes, albums out? What are you currently working on? Um, I don't have any mixtapes or albums out. Uh, right now, I'm working on my uh, my solo debut project with uh, Mike the Deviator. It's called Child's Play, and it is uh, right around the corner, folks. It's got like 15 songs on it. We're just fine-tuning it right now. Okay, so you're just starting, like, hey, I'm going to do this right now type of stuff. Yeah, I figured uh, I wanted to do it right the first time because I know I wouldn't have uh, a second shot at my first time again. So I wanted to do it right, you know, and uh, I believe in myself. So I think it'll I think it'll be a pretty big project. And I believe in Mike, too. I believe in Mike. And uh, I think this is going to be something special. When did you first decide, like, hey, I kind of want to do this? Like, enough to get you motivated to actually work on a project? What happened was, uh, last year around March, I finally worked up the courage to go to the studio for the first time, like a real studio, not in somebody's house. And uh, that was located in Aurora, Illinois, called uh, Gremlin Studios. And uh, for whatever reason, I booked with Mike, this younger kid, and uh, he specializes in hip-hop. Well, I brought just one song that day, and it was, uh, it's called Nice to Meet You. And I was really excited about that song, man. I was so excited. I thought it was going to, you know, be a hit and everything. And anyways, that song didn't do too well. But after that session, I was talking to Mike, and, you know, he said he was a fan of projects, and I knew that I could, you know, make some material. And he produced beats I kind of just said, hey, Mike, do you want to, you know, produce beats and I'll rap on them and like we kind of make this album and we'll make it uh, basically original because uh, a lot of rappers like uh, locally, they rap on just YouTube beats. But uh, this is different because either he, he's made the beat or I made the beat and it's uh, it's like 100 percent in-house. You know, he mixed, mastered everything, produced 80, 90 percent of it so far and very talented i got a couple features on the album too like who got my buddy uh tyler king but he goes by deacon fury uh that that's one of my best friends right there we talk every day he lets me stay at his house sleep over cooks me stuff i actually saw him yesterday on thanksgiving we hung out for a few hours and then we have uh killer b i mentioned him earlier he's on a song and then there's a there's a super surprise feature, man. I'm really excited for people to hear this one. I got my father to go to the studio. About an hour drive, my father went to the studio, and uh, I I made these uh, sound effects. I put together these sound effects, and I got my dad on uh, two, three skits on the project. Uh, my dad's 65 for reference, and he, he does not like hip-hop, but he's on the hip-hop project, so I'm really excited about that. Do you have him in these skits talking about how he doesn't like hip-hop? Uh, no. (laughs) But uh, they're funny skits nonetheless, and I think people are really going to get a kick out of them when they hear them. That's awesome. Very cool, man. I always like skits. They're they're cool, like, break the ice, move on, nice little intro to what's ever next. Yeah, like, it kind of just breaks up, you know, the project into, like, a nice fashion. You have mentioned a few of your friends and the features and, you know, saying they're rap aliases. Do you have one? So, I have a lot of nicknames that people call me, but 
over the years when I was thinking about a rap name, I really just decided that Charles Babbis is going to be my rap name because people could deviate from that however they would like. You know, Charles Babbis would be what's up in the lights, but they could call me Chuck, Chucky. I've been called Charlie. I got called Chuck Nasty today, <laughs> Chuck Meister. Like, I've been called so many different nicknames that would be suitable for like a stage name, but I just think that Charles Babbis is the best fit, kind of like Kendrick Lamar. Gotcha. Have you ever been called Babs? Yes. So uh, my supervisor, she, uh, her name was Wanda, and she just uh, she just retired, man. Like couple months ago but when she was here at, at tyson she would call me babs she uh she really like and i liked her she was she was a good supervisor that's probably what i'm gonna call you from now on just to let you know that yep <laughs> I've, been, I've been called babs i'm almost surprised when someone like comes up with something new. i'll be like man i haven't heard that one before Definitely. I have a gazillion nicknames, too, so I understand the uh, <laughs> the pain. Actually, it's not pain at all. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Especially if other people are thinking of the nicknames. Like, they're taking time out of their day to try to not find you another cool nickname. Like, that's cool. Yeah, like, to hype you up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's cool. Did you hear that uh, Lil Wayne's coming out with No Ceilings 3? Yes. You, you saw that? It, just, it popped on my phone today at work, and I was trying not to freak out, be happy, and I was already wanting to look at Spotify, see what is coming out, and all this other stuff, and I, I was at work, so I couldn't. But yes, I did find out that it's coming out. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to be excited by that, because that uh, last podcast I listened to with uh, with Peyton, you did the deep dive into Lil Wayne, I'm pretty sure, so I, I, I knew you'd be excited about this. Oh yeah, super pumped up. I am a Lil Wayne monster fan. He is my GOAT. I'm excited to hear this, you know, especially because it, it, it's just a mixtape, right? Like, it's not going to be an album or, you know. It's a mixtape, but his mixtapes are pretty much yeah, albums. That's what I'm saying. I'm excited that it's a mixtape because he, he snaps on the mixtapes. Or he snaps all the time, but. I called Wayne my GOAT. Who are some of your you know, top rappers, the guys that you listen to or idolize or, you know, kind of try to get your style from? Uh, the top guys for me, the, the main guys would be uh, Dr. Dre and Eminem. They really inspire me. Uh, Dr. Dre really inspires me with his production skills. And Eminem, you know, I studied him throughout my teenage years, like how to, like, rhyme the way that he does, like, uh, multisyllabically. And uh, he t he's taught me a lot. He's taught me uh, just a lot. And I I've never even met him. And like I said, Dr. Dre inspired me how to produce. Those would be my top two. But I, I have many others that I enjoy. But those two, I like to study, if you know what I mean. Like, I'll study them too. And then other people I might just, like, kind of listen to out of enjoyment and, uh, you know, leisure. Being a white rapper... How many times have you heard, oh, you're trying to be the next Eminem? <laughs> a billion, man. I, I basically call it like the ghost of Eminem. Like, you can't escape the ghost of Eminem because everyone, like, you know, when you try to make a name for yourself and someone will say, like, uh, oh, man, you sound like Eminem. I mean, that's good in a sense, but it's bad because, you know, you want to try to, like, make 
make your own style, you know, and for people to know you for who you are instead of just a guy that sounds like Eminem. But, you know, I'm still working on that. You know, like I said, I like when people say that because I know I'm doing something right, but I know that eventually I'm going to have to, you know, change directions and kind of find myself a little bit more. And Yeah, I've heard it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Describe your style for me. What is your style? What kind of music flow are you trying to provide? It depends what mindset I'm in because I have uh, a couple of different styles that I like. A couple of main styles that I like is I like like a like a dark minor chord beat, you know, kind of like hits really heavy, you know, and like uh, talk about like kind of, you know, just mess around and talk about dark stuff. But then I also like to flip it around the 180 and do like a smooth storytelling, real life, talk about your life, your problems, you know, who you are and what you do. Uh, which is what I plan on doing on the next album. But then I also just, like, I could even mess with, uh, you know, dubstep and whatnot. I like dubstep and uh, almost like all music, just some more than others. Will we ever hear you on a country song? Yeah, probably. Probably a song off uh, Deacon Fury's album. Maybe off the Deacon Fury Chronicles or another one. He likes to dabble with country a little bit. He's got this song. I'm not sure if he's going to do it, but he should. It's called Quiet Folk. He's got another one, but Quiet Folk's kind of country, and he kills it on there. So if, if he ever lets me on one of the country beat that, beats that he writes to, then yeah, I, would, I could see that. Sounds good, sounds good. A lot of rappers have... A storyline or, you know, their story, something about them that they rap about in a lot of their songs. Obviously with Eminem, it was his daughter and his wife and, you know, things that were going on there. At 22 years old, what are some of the things that you're writing about, some of the messages that you're trying to get out in your songs? Some of my messages would be I'd try to promote positivity to the youth. You know, I, I wouldn't want them doing the same mistakes that I made. Like dropping out, I dropped out. I wouldn't want them to do other stuff. And then also I talk about my mom a little bit. Haven't seen her since I was eight, so I kind of throw her in there a little bit. I got my sister. She lives in Washington. I don't see her much, but throw her in there a little bit. You know, uh, my pops. My pops is 65, so uh, everybody's time runs out soon. So I'm just enjoying the time I have left with them right now. And throwing him on projects and talking about him a little bit and, and then uh the reason i moved to ottawa actually was because i got out of a bad relationship that didn't end too well so i have you know a heartbreak story in there with alexis and a couple different things you know for sure let's give some shout outs what's your dad's name charles gergax basically same as my name just a uh, different last name Got charles gergax Gotcha. What about your sister? Johnny Freedom Montgomery. Do you mind me asking, why haven't you talked or seen your mom since you were eight? So, when I was like eight, I remember what happened was basically, like long story short, my mom threw a brick through my dad's window and my dad had to call the police and she ended up getting like a warrant for her arrest and she just kind of flew, like she just flew to Missouri and ever since then, she just never came back because she's got a warrant here. Me and Johnny have different dads, so Johnny went with her family. And 
with my pops and ever since then i haven't i haven't seen her uh i'll talk to her sometimes she'll uh she'll message me but i don't call her <laughs> I, I don't call her we'll text sometimes but that's about it that situation is gonna give you a lot of songs <laughs> it's a little sticky ain't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's stuff like that, though, the real-life situations that make really good songs. Yeah, you know, that, that stuff really uh, builds character, you know? I, I can laugh about it only because, you know, I've gotten to a point where it doesn't bother me anymore. So that's why I could laugh about it. But obviously, you know, something like that is uh, <laughs> it's not good. But I have a lot of bad things happening, so I just I just keep a big old smile. That's, that's my thing. That's what you got to do, my man. And your sister's name is Johnny? Yeah, Johnny. I think her uh, father's name was John, I think. Don't quote me, so, um, but I'm pretty sure, so that's why she was Johnny. Does she like her name? You know, I don't know. I suppose she hasn't changed it yet, so. <laughs> like, hey, if you're sticking with it, haven't officially changed it, you know, you must like it. Yeah, it must be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just never met a woman named Johnny. Yeah, yeah, she she's got a pretty cool name now. Yeah, for sure. Beat wise, music selection wise, what are your favorite to flow on? My absolute favorite to flow on is like boom that beats, just a classic like boom boom that boom 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 that boom. That that's one of my all time favorites. Mike the Deviator is a recently like. As recent as last year got me into trap because he makes a lot of trap beats. He makes boom bap too, but a lot of trap and uh, he really got me into trap. So now I like uh, I like boom bap beats, uh, maybe some dark trap beats. Those really get me in the mood to flow. The trap beats have kind of taken over. Yeah. In the last few years, like that's pretty much the most popular ones. I think because. It just, when you listen to a boom bad beat, it's kind of slow, you know, and chill. I get, you know, it could be upbeat, but usually it's kind of just chill, you know, but the trap beats, it kind of speeds up the tempo, and I feel like as a society, we just got, you know, everything has to be faster, and we pay less attention, so the songs are, are like, faster, but they're shorter, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, back in the day, songs might be, like, four or five minutes, you know? We all also know when it comes to hip hop, samples are a huge thing. I know you were just talking about original beats and original music, but if there's a beat of a famous song or a song that you like, what would that be? You got one sample to pick. What are you going to sample on? I know, I know the answer to the question, but I don't know if I want to say it because we sampled it already, but... I'll give him a different one. So this would be my second. It's called Rhapsody in Blue, uh, George Gershwin, 1924. That would be the answer to your question. Okay. Because you don't want to give me the real answer to the question because you already sampled it. Yeah, we sampled it for... Uh, I brought it to Mike the Deviator for uh, a beat session and he, he chopped it up real, real nice and uh, we got a good song to it. Going back to sampling, like you were talking about, uh, I'm real fascinated with that. So fascinated, I bought a I bought a vinyl record player, but one that plugs into the computer. And then I bought random records off of eBay, like old ones. 
and I, uh, I'll play them and play them into the computer and record them. And then later, if I want to sample them, I could sample them. But also, you hear the real vinyl crackle in the background, so it gives it like a real warm, authentic sound. That's pretty cool. I like that. Thanks, man. What are some of the uh, vinyls that you've already done that for? We've made beats out of my vinyls before, but I don't think I picked any for like the main project. We did do it. We didn't do an actual song, but we used a sample of like the record sitting down on the vinyl for like a song, like the beginning of a song. I think it was one of the skits with my dad. We did something like that. Perfect. I was just wondering uh, who were some of the artists or music that you were thinking about sampling. I don't really go by like uh, like an artist per se. I more so just like put on something, listen for like, you know, with like a producer's mindset and think like, okay, like, like what out of this could we maybe loop up or chop? So it's kind of random, I would say. It's pretty random. Awesome. Very cool, man. Very cool. Where do you plan to go with this? Like, obviously, you know, whenever you start something out, whether it be music, athletics, education, whatever you want to go as far as you can. And at first you're thinking bright lights, big cities, millions and millions of dollars. But then we start to get realistic and you know what our real ceiling is. Where are you at in the thoughts of this and what are you trying to do? I think what I'm trying to do at the current point in time is gain respect and kind of put myself out there, you know. After that, I would like to just kind of run the business aspect of it more, you know, like uh, maybe have my own label or something, maybe some merchandise. Uh, like I told you earlier, we own all of our own songs, so, you know, we could sell them and make something at least. And from there, I would just like to build connections and just learn more about the craft and grow as an artist. And I feel like on that journey, I will find what I'm looking for musically. Like, I'll, like, be satisfied one day, but, uh, you know, I'm never satisfied. I'm only satisfied when I'm unsatisfied, I suppose. (laughs) I got you. So you're just going to do your thing and see how far you can go. Yeah, like you said, I'm going to try to see how far I can go. Hopefully one day, maybe, you know, I could branch out into movies and other stuff. But for right now, I just got to keep my uh, eye on the prize. I'd say you did a beautiful job. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Never heard it like that, but hey, thanks, man. You did a beautiful job, buddy. (laughs) All right, you want to play the game and then get out of here? Yeah, sounds good to me. We are talking on Friday, November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. So we play games here. And being that we just passed, you know, a top three holiday, when you look at the holidays that we go through every year, it's probably in everybody's top three. We got to do a Thanksgiving top five. Agreed? Agreed. Let's do your top five food items on the Thanksgiving table. Start with five, work your way up to one. Okay, so this might surprise some people, but five would be turkey. Four, oh, I thought about this going the other way. Uh, Four would be... Gotta do one last, you know, gotta lead up to the climax, you know? It's like we're building a song here. This pie cow? Yeah, of course, that's on the table. Oh, sweet, so four is gonna be... I say, like, corn? 
gonna be that pumpkin pie with some whipped cream. And number one's ham. I am a sucker for ham. When you said with turkey that this is gonna be unpopular, it's gonna be crazy. I actually don't really like turkey that much. At least the Thanksgiving yeah. turkey. Like if I go to a subway or something, I'm getting turkey sandwiches. But for some odd reason, yeah. Thanksgiving, I don't really like the turkey. Yeah, like I would like it if I just jazzed it up a little bit, maybe with some barbecue sauce, some A one sauce, something. Like I'll eat it, but people are always surprised by that when I say that. So I'm glad we're on the same wavelength here. We can eat at the same Thanksgiving table, my man. <laughs> and you're always invited to my table, bro. Uh, same here, same here. We could just get a couple bottles of Fred's Red Hot and throw it on top. Yeah, Frank's, I think. Frank's. It yeah, is Frank's. Frank's. I say Fred, I meant Frank's. We see hey, what Fred, I was talking about. <laughs> Fred, Frank's, we all know what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. That hot sauce in the bottle that's red, you know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> red hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, man, thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast, talking about rap and just getting started off. I mean, the way you sound, the way you have, you know, did your homework, you're listening to music, you're thinking of new things and new ways to go about it. Sounds like you're on the right track, man. So thank you for joining us and talking about it. Thank you, man, for having me. It's my, my honor. Just joking. We're not done yet. I got to give you a second to tell us where we can hear you or where you're going to, you know, post your new songs and stuff as they are released. You can find me on uh, across all social media platforms if you just type in Charles Babis. Uh, it's that original. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud if just Charles Babis. And this upcoming project is going to be across all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. And that's just Charles Babis. So that's where you guys can find me at. So your first album is going to be self-titled? No, the the first album is going to be uh, Child's Play. That would be the name of the album, but uh, by Charles Babis and uh, The Deviator. Good stuff, man. Can I give a quick shout-out to uh, Gremlin Studios? Uh, if anybody in the area is uh, an aspiring you know, musician like me, artist, uh, rapper, guitar player, anything, and you want to take your game to the next level, don't hesitate to check out Gremlin Recording Studios in Aurora, Illinois. Them guys, I can't say enough about them. They're professional, affordable. They will take your vision and they will take it to the next level to something you would have never even thought of. Satisfaction guaranteed. Visit them, book with them. That's all I got. Thanks, Brandon. For sure, man. For sure. Gotta get out where we can hear you at. <laughs>